Section 52 of Familiar Instructions and Evening Lectures on All the Truths of Religion, Volume 2. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Larry Wilson. Familiar Instructions and Evening Lectures on All the Truths of Religion, Volume 2, by Father Louis de Segur. THE FIELD AND THE GOOD SEED A man had a field, and when the time was come, he went out to sow his seed. You have seen laborers sowing seed in the country, and you know how they scatter it along the furrows. The master of this field, sowing the seed in this manner, let some of it fall on the road by the side of his field, and the little birds carried it away quickly, for the road was hard and beaten, so that it could not sink into the earth and some fell upon a stony place, and as there was not enough soil or moisture, the seed, as soon as it sprung up, withered and died. And some was cast into the corner of the field, where briars and weeds covered the ground. The wheat sprung up, and even attained a certain growth, but little by little the parasitical plants surrounded it, the stem withered, and it was soon completely choked. And lastly, the remainder of the seed, and this, thanks be to God, was by far the greater part, fell into the fertile ground. And when the time of the harvest was come, the master of the field saw with joy that it was covered with golden corn, and that the ripened ears contained some thirty grains, some sixty and some even a hundred. Then he sent his reapers with their sickles and filled the spacious granaries with the produce of the harvest. Do you know who this man, this sower, who ploughs his field in the sweat of his brow, who sows it himself and cultivates it with such care. Do you know what is this field, this ploughed and cultivated land, the possession of its owner? And lastly, do you know what is this seed cast into the field when the time for the sowing is come? This man is Jesus Christ our Lord, perfect God and perfect man, the sovereign master of the world, who came forth from the bosom of the Father by the adorable mystery of the Incarnation. This field which belongs to him is the whole world, and in particular the human race, the great family of his reasonable creatures. The seed is truth. It is the Christian faith which he comes to plant as a fruitful germ in the depths of our hearts, prepared to receive the gift of God, and in a manner ploughed by the workings of divine grace. Our Lord and Savior gives us all the seed of life. He casts the good grain all around, but all do not receive it alike. All do not correspond to the designs of His infinite goodness. Some, wholly given up to sin, have hardened their hearts. They hear the truth, but they do not receive it with love and reverence, and the devil has no trouble to render it wholly useless. These are represented by the beaten road where the seed cannot enter, and where the birds carry it away when it is not crushed beneath the feet. Others, represented by the rocky ground, have certain good desires, but their hearts, similar to ground of which the soil is dry and only sprinkled, here and there, are not capable of deep impressions. The truth strikes them, perhaps for an instant, but it finds neither means of growth nor sufficient preparation and the germ of life quickly decays and dies. Others, still better disposed, 
receive the word of God into the hearts that are well prepared. It germinates and acquires year after year a growth which is full of promise. But alas, the passions gain strength, and like to the briars and thorns, gradually overpower the good inclinations implanted by God. To triumph over evil, to rise above the thorns, courage is needed, diligence in prayer, an earnest spirit capable of sacrifice. Instead of this, men give themselves to pleasure. They begin by a reckless and misguided use of that which is permitted, and end by grasping madly at that which is forbidden. They lose the spirit of faith, and soon the briars cover all the ground. The dew of heaven can no longer penetrate to the stem of the plant, neither can the vivifying rays of the sun, and therefore the ears cannot form, and the stem itself dies for want of moisture. Lastly, and this, I trust, applies to you, my reader, there is the good ground, where there are neither weeds nor stones, and which receives into its furrows the grains of wheat which the divine sower plants there. Developing beneath the influence of God's grace, the generous grain reaches its full maturity. The soul, corresponding to the love of our Lord Jesus Christ, puts it in practice. His precepts and his counsels, and marks out by works of Christian holiness every step of life. Amongst these faithful Christians, some represented by the ears of thirty grains, fulfill their duties faithfully, yet without aiming at perfection. And others, typified by the ears of sixty and a hundred grains, give themselves to God with a more perfect generosity, advance incessantly in the love of Jesus Christ, and thus constitute the best and noblest portion of his holy church. The time of the harvest is for each of us the instant in which we enter upon eternity, and the rich granaries of the Lord of the harvest are the many mansions of our heavenly home where we confidently hope to be admitted, not by our own merits, but by the great mercy of God and through the infinite merits of Jesus our Lord. The reapers are the holy angels who will present our souls to God when they shall leave this world, and who will be with us in the dwelling of our Heavenly Father. O happy harvest, sweet and blessed hope, may we all strive to lead the life which shall bring to us this glorious fruition. End of section 52